and ball can we, trick. Can we and wait another trick. 20 minutes? No. Seriously? I, no. <laughs> okay. Dude, I got shit to do tonight. All Sorry. Right. What are you talking about? Sit. Oh, never mind. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. We couldn't co- we couldn't record last week because I had MRSA and it affected my elbow and it got really bad. Did you finally go see a doctor? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. they cut it out. Remember? Yes. Oh yeah. Who, they, you, they who checked, was your doctor? They checked his prostate for no reason, but yeah. <laughs> I checked my prostate. <laughs> Did they pack? End up packing it? Nope. His prostate or the MRSA? Both. Oh. Nope. So it didn't do that thing where you squeeze your arm too much, stuff came out, right? No, I did that. Oh, really? Yeah, I popped it all out. Yeah, you so don't point that over here. There's nothing to come out. Anymore. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm gonna be pissed if I get shot in the face. With no, that. there's nothing to come out. I'm, I'm <laughs> mercy free. He's tried. <laughs> he's sitting there. He's sitting there trying to be like a messed up Spider-Man. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's what I saw. They packed it because they packed it with string, so you could just like. Uh. Nah, they they cut it. They cut it. And then it drained out, and then it refilled, and then instead of going back, I popped it, and then I went back to work, and workman's comp's like, you cannot be at work. You need to leave now. You gave it to They gave it to you. I really hope this isn't okay. a hidden ball trick, because no one's going to be wanting to listen to this crap. Yeah, so, wait, I'm confused. You Did you go see a doctor? Yes. Who was your doctor? No. No was your doctor. That was... Stra- strange. <laughs> it, wait, who was strange? My doctor. Why would he do? He looked at my elbow. I just told you he was infected with MRSA. <laughs> so, okay, so you uh, saw a doctor. I literally just told you that, Daniel. Uh, uh, who was your doctor? No. <laughs> no, no was your doctor. You asked me who was my doctor, and I answered no. Correct. So no was your doctor. I'm saying no to who was my doctor. So who was your doctor? No. You, you told me he wasn't your doctor. Correct. Okay, I'm I'm really confused. Who's strange then? The doctor. Why? What would he do? He looked at my elbow for the third time. God damn it, Adam. Insane. <laughs> Thank you. I will give. <laughs> I will. I will give you to this. That was the most acting I have seen anyone in this place do. Because for like three minutes, I was just like, "Are they really having this damn conversation?" And then I noticed how. <laughs> How intently Daniel just kept scrolling. Yeah, I couldn't. And, first yeah, of all, I thought I thought you were gonna Google his doctor. I'm just like I'm his brother. And I don't give that much of a shit about his medis- medical history. I couldn't look at him because I was trying to do it serious. He's like, because I te- I messaged him. I said, hey, let's, can you do this funny skit with me? And he's like, sure. I said, well, it's really stupid. So if you don't want to do it, that's fine. So. I, I sent it. He's like, he's like, yeah, all right, we'll do it. And he said, are we supposed to do it serious? I said, I want to, but I guarantee you, I'm gonna fuck it up. So <laughs> you just get yeah. really animated. Daniel's just like, keep going, and very believable. But Adam's just like, <laughs> <laughs> well, so was it funny? Until until it. It I, mean, <laughs> I, I think it's the thought that counts. How, yeah. how quickly did you know it was? It was I told you it took me a lot longer than I want to. Re- I, I want to. I care to announce because I, I, I was sitting here watching you two. And I was like, I was like, they're not even making eye contact. I thought he was checking to see if you guys went to the same doctor. Oh, we, no, we go to the same doctor. I checked his prostate. He checked mine. 
Okay, anyway, moving like, on. Normally, you two are like staring deeply into each other's eyes. And oh, I was there's like, no way I'd start laughing. I was like, I was like, Daniel's staring at his phone. Adam's staring. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I could have made more contact if I had more than ten minutes worth of notice. Like <laughs> he sends it to me. I am here at work getting ready for the event today, and he sends me, "Hey, can you do this script?" I guess I'm just reading it from my phone. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, well played. <laughs> Thank you. I applaud you. Anyway, so that's a clue. That's a clue to tonight's episode. Ooh. We're talking about MRSA infections. Okay, here we go. All right. Hello, and welcome to the 42nd episode of Damage Control Podcasting, a professionally unprofessional look at the conventions, ideas, and genres in filmmaking. I'm here with... Daniel Newkirk. Cody Dietrich. Tyler Tipton. All right. Tonight, October 7th, marks the premiere of Season 11, or Series 37, of Doctor Who. Uh, this time... The Time Lord regenerates into a lady. Sorry, regenerated. Into a lady? Yeah. They, oh, do, they, they, do, they do it at the Christmas special. Because oh. they, they make jokes that on Christmas they kill the doctor. Okay. So Like every Christmas they kill a doctor? No, not every Christmas. Oh. But usually when the, the new doctor premieres is they kill them in the Christmas episode. Thank mm-hmm. God okay. you are here. Yeah, so Tyler... <laughs> Really wanted to do this episode. None of us since day one. None of us know anything about Doctor Who. I know a little bit, and I'm kind of by the research I've done. I'm a little bit intrigued now. I kind of want to watch. Didn't it used to be on Netflix? Yeah, they took it off. Ah, now you can only watch it on iPlayer, and that's only available if you live in the UK. Do you have any DVDs? No, I watch it on our sister-in-law's Amazon Prime account. Okay. All right. Anyway, so. Tonight's trivia looks like it's all up to you, buddy. <laughs> I thought I thought at least Daniel knew some of the stuff. I I know some words that I think are Doctor Who related. Okay. okay. Well, first trivia. So anyway, we're talking about Doctor Who. It's the premiere of uh, the Lady Doctor. Tyler, what's is is there bad stuff going on about the Doctor being a lady? Or it's not the first time, though, is it? Hasn't she? Because w- at one point, the Doctor was said to be a baby girl or a little girl. That was. In the series nine first episode, there's a exchange between Doctor's companion and Missy, who is the Doctor's nemesis. Was originally the Master, who became Missy, who changed genders, and they do an exchange where she says he stole the moon, or he stole the moon, kidnapped the President's daughter. And I've known him since he was a little girl. Two of those are a lie. Yeah, I saw that clip. So and which one's a lie? The, I think all of them are a lie. The, it's a fact that he, the first incarnation of the Doctor was a guy. But, okay. All right, anyway. So before we get into it, tonight's trivia. Name as many of the actors that portrayed the Doctor as possible. David Tennant. David Tennant, yes. You cheated that that's one. That's all I got. William Hartnell. <laughs> William Hartnell. Patrick Troughton. Okay. John Pertwee. Okay. Tom Baker. Okay. Uh, then it is Pete, Peter Davison. Yes. Colin Baker. Yes. Sylvester McCoy. Yes. That's seven. Eight is Paul McGann. Yes. War Doctor is John Hurt. Ten is, I always butcher his last name, Christopher Eccleston. Yes. Uh, Tenet. Ten is David Tennant. 11 is Matt Smith, 12 is Peter Capaldi, 13 is Jody Whittaker, Peter Cushing played him in a non-canon that's version. All, that's all I got. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> so is there a mnemonic device to remember the doctors? Nope. You just... I am so glad Tyler's there. You just, you just <laughs> no, know. No kidding. 
Otherwise, me and you will be doing that skit for an hour. And a half, <laughs> <you know? laughs> so you put emphasis on the war doctor. Is there any special reason why he's just the war doctor? Because one of the biggest events, uh, Doctor Who went from 63 to 87, and then it went off the air, and then they made a TV movie. It was a U.S.-U.K. Uh, joint production with the Eighth Doctor, and it did horrible. And then they revived it in 2005, and the completely changed everything. Before, you know, you heard of Gallifrey, which was the Time Lord. Time Lord. Don't, don't get too much into that yet. We still got trivia. You're taking all. Basically, stuff. He, he was he, he was an in, he say. was an incarnation that no one knew about. Right. That no one talked about. All right. So accordion, 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 accordions. Weird Al. Weird Al. Weird Al plays accordions. According to theguardian.com, these are the Doc's greatest villains. Okay. Do we need to be very specific about this? More Atlantic, if you would. Okay. Yes. Dialect. He is. He is the Doctor's Moriarty, a renegade Time Lord. Master. Yes. Thought to be. Thought by some to be too scary for children, are ter- they are terrifying not only to look at but psychologically too, with their ability to erase themselves from the memory of anyone who's the seen. Silence. Yes, you guys can chime in at any point. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who came from the Daleks? Pl- no. Dalek. No. Who came? Dalek. The Sonic screwdriver. No. Okay. Who- Cyberman. <laughs> <laughs> Who came from the planet Mondas and Cyberman. Look- yes. I, I said that. Well, right. actually, the only Did you, oh, only sorry. the Mondasian Cybermen came from that planet. Creator Terry Nation, the who, who, who grew up. Daleks. You know who they are, despite. What are you, like a Doctor Who nerd? <laughs> the only reason we're uh, able to do this episode Do you know how annoyed I was when I had to pack up all my Doctor Who stuff? Our statues, they are statues that can only move. Weeping when, Angels. That, uh, I watched a clip of that episode. That. I really want to see that episode. It's creepy and scary yeah. as hell. It, like it's not because they just outright kill you. It's just cool. Just they're, the implications. They're the nicest psychopaths you'll ever meet. And supposedly they're fallen time lords. That's one theory. Are uh, blank an imprisoned demon that claimed to be the basis of the devil as he appeared across all religions? I believe they just called him the beast. Yes. Now, this is a question everyone can answer. Are you a doctor, D-R, or a doctor, D-O-C-T-O-R? Which, when you spell it, what do you spell? D-R. Yeah, me too. I'm a, I'm uh, a D-R. Almost always. If, it, if it's involved in a name, it's D-R. If it is, like, a t- like, if I'm going to go see the doctor, I spell it out. Really? Yeah. I only, I only abbreviate if it's, like, a title. Look at this like grammar nerd over here. Oh. Nerd! Says... So, Coming from the guy who just beasted through <laughs> all of the Doctor Who trivia before the questions were done. So what are you, Tyler? Uh, I, same as Daniel. Man, I always say do- I always I always say Doctor. I always write out Dr. <laughs> really? I always, Not like I always I, even if I see the word Doctor spelled out, I always say Dr. Yeah. 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 Where are you going? Ah, oh, I gotta go to the Dr. <laughs> go to the DR. You're going to the Dominican Republic. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if no one knows anything about Doctor Who, just pick on me. At least I'll get us through the episode. <laughs> so with I mean, the that's what our listeners <laughs> call, right? So with the new episode premiering tonight, Tyler being our resident Doctor Whovian, is that what you guys call yourselves? I don't call myself that, but they do. Okay, whatever. 
I'm, I don't walk around being like, I'm a Whovian. Tyler wanted to do an exploring DCP episode of the show. So, I got the Wikipedia Doctor Who premise. Tyler, what what is the premise of Doctor Who, basically? None of us know it. Sell it to us. Okay. Reuse all your skills that you got from the pitching a flick episode that, that we did. <laughs> episode 41. <laughs> that, was, that episode that was, was pretty rough. That was, <laughs> that was harsh. I like that episode. <laughs> you guys disappeared on me for like 20 minutes. <laughs> so am I pitching it like Maybe the original why, show? Yeah. Or am I pitching it like now? No, no, no. Just what, what's the pr- we don't know anything about our the premise. The premise is you have a time-traveling alien who likes to find human companions, travel through space and time, saving the world, universe. So, everything. do they look like these dudes? What? What? You say he's an alien, so they're humanoids. That's what they actually look like. Time lords look. We look like time lords. That's how it's explained in the show. There's a there's a scene in the show where they say, you know, you look like a human, and he goes, "We came first. You look like us." So it's a Prometheus thing. You guys seeded Earth. The o- the only difference is Time Lords have a dual circulatory system, so they have two hearts. I thought they had more than that. Nope, they have two. Does hearts. that ever come into play in the show? As like David Tennant ever got shot in the heart, and he's like, oh, "I'm all right. My left one's good." No, there's a scene where Eleven has a heart attack. And Which one of his is it Capaldi? No, it's Matt Smith. Oh, okay. so like one heart stops working, and he makes a joke. He's like, "I don't get how you people just function with one." Okay, so the new season's coming on. The new series coming on. Sell, sell it to us, man. Like, what, what, what's the, what's the reason to watch this show? So it's, it's about it. What, what, what's a time lord? Do you guys know what a time lord? Is? He just a time traveling it. alien. It's a time travel. What, what? How do you the title? Well, okay, a xenomorph. Yeah, it, it's an alien that has acid in its blood. Well, what? What's the purpose of it? What's the purpose of a Time Lord? What's the purpose of Time Lord? Yeah, like, how do you get the title Time Lord? You is it just a name of a race or what? It's it's like being a doctor. Like all everyone on the planet Gallifrey is a Gallifreyan, but I'm trying to think of how to figure it out. You can be from this planet and not be a time lord. Like it's you go to school and you become. So a it's time a job. It's a job. Yes. Okay. Well, okay. You, you we're getting, observe. We're, we're getting somewhere. Shut up. Sorry. You observe. You know how Mercer. You observe different points in time. Like did I you, say my HIV joke the other day? God, no. I hope not. Are you positive? Where I, where I told when I first got MRSA, when I first got MRSA, I told my mom I was in the emergency room. Yeah, you told us that. Oh, okay. No one cares. Okay. So apparently she didn't care either. The whole point she didn't find of Time Lords is Time Lords are supposed to have this non-interact with anything. They're just supposed to observe. So it's, and it's learn. Star Trek. Yeah. It, well, what's that called? Uh, uh, Prime Directive. Prime Directive. So they have the Prime Directive. Yeah. Are and they in the same universe? Have they ever crossed universes? Yeah, I believe they have. Has in this, if we slow down the Star Wars uh, Revenge of the Sith, the Council, will we see Doctor Who in there anywhere? No. Okay. That's a completely different. Because you said Star Trek and then you said Star Wars. But doesn't Star Wars and Star Trek exist in the same universe? No, I believe not. No. They never crossed over? No, because one's in a galaxy far, far away. What's the one I sent you? And you said, yeah, it's on my reading list. Oh, uh, Transformers Star Trek. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, that's going to crossover. Uh, Green Lantern's Star Trek crossover. Uh, Planet of the Apes and Star Trek crossover. 
Um, there is a there is a a Star Trek theory that Star Wars and Star Trek are in the same universe or are in the same universe but different galaxies or oh. different universes but the same universe. They're like, in uncharted space. Yeah, that that Star Wars the Star Wars universe is taking place in the uncharted space where you have the like the outer rim in Star Wars that is the barrier between the Star Wars universe and the Star Trek universe and you just have to traverse it. Um, because there is a comment, um, there is a, a Star Trek race, I don't remember the name, but they call warp space fluid space. And when they, tr when they, when they go light speed, they jump uh, using the space fluidity. And then there's a villain in the Star Wars books, I think it was in the Shadow of the Empire books. Okay. There's a race that comes in from them, and they talk about the fluidity of space where they come from. So that was probably a Trekkie writing for Star Wars. Yeah, so like there's 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 a, a theory that these two alien races are connected or have the same understanding of warp travel um, and that these are two different universes in the same universe. Okay. For Star Trek, Star Wars. Huh. Now, I, I am joking around, but all the research that I did for Doctor Who, I actually kind of dug some of it. Um, I kind I couldn't find the actual episodes. I watched a bunch of clips. The hardest part of watching the revival series is making it past the first few episodes of the Ninth Doctor. Cause I kind of, I, I kind of dug. I watched a lot of clips of the one they call the uh, the Cosmic Hobo. That's the second Doctor. That's I really, I really dug him because there's one scene where one of the characters asked him to sp uh, explain time and space or something, and he goes. That's really complicated. And he looked at the guy standing next to him and goes, you explain it. And he just walked away. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so we're, okay, so it's it's a job. Yeah. So their job is basically the prime directive. Yes. And the doctor is a renegade time lord in the sense that he interferes in, well, I mean, now he interferes. When, you, when the series first started... You know, it started as a kid's show. Yeah, so wasn't it, it was like a Doctor or a, a Bill Nye the Science Guy type show, where it was like a basically like he would travel to the future and that would you know teach kids science, and then you travel to the <coughs> past and that teach you know taught kids history. history. So what what caused it? What caused the actual show, the the actual physical show, to be more of a narrative show rather than was it ratings dropped or? Well, I think ratings kept going up, so then they changed. You know, more people. It wasn't just kids watching it; it was more people were starting to watch it, and they were getting like a bigger adult audience. So then they changed it to keep them. Has has anything? I don't mean I'm just trying to expand the the episode since. Uh, has anything like that happened with any other show? Like, what's the what's What's another equal to... Has any, any American show ever been like, this is the premise? I guess American Horror Story, but that was... But that's more of an anthology show. Like, what... Is there an, another show that had this is the premise and then changed to a whole different premise? Or is that, or is that, literally, the, or is that literally the only show that's ever done that? Mm, I, off the top of my head, I can't think Because that would be like Dateline NBC... All of a sudden, becoming like Law and Order, Dateline, or something. So, yeah. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Like I can't think of anything that made that drastic of a change. I mean, you have a few, like, you know, they go from like horror to drama or action comedy to comedy horror or something like that. But you don't have anything that drastic where you go from, 
from uh, informational educational show into science fiction adventure. You know, that's a pretty big jump. Well, it was always science fiction if he's using time travel. It just it changed it up from oh, learn this interesting new thing to like let's go on an adventure, Timmy. Yeah. No, wait a minute. I, I want to get Daniel's opinion. Is this science fiction or is this science? Space. What did you call Star Wars? Uh, 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 space fantasy. So, what 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 do you classify this as? Um, I would need to know more. Um, but my initial opinion would be to call it science fiction because it seems like they have a lot of really f- well thought out ideas behind their concepts. Okay. Um, and like when we were doing the doing some talking a couple weeks ago when we were doing some prep for this episode, um, it, a lot of the things that that Tyler was telling me about really seemed a lot like stuff that you would expect to hear from a science fiction as opposed to what Star Wars is, which is space fantasy. Okay. Prep. Space opera. Prep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, I had, to write that, I had to write that comedy sketch. <laughs> you know how long it took me to come up with three doctors? He had to look at No Strange and who? You come up with one of those, though. Mm-hmm. Huh? Doctor Strange? Come on. Yeah, but it took me like forever to come up with No. I was like, what's another doctor? I was like, doctor No. It sounds like Oh, it's it sounds like an anti-smoking doctor. Remember, when you think about smoking, just think of Doctor No. He was actually a really bad guy in the movie. Okay, but did uh, he smoke? Holy shit! I think he did. Oh. He did. I think he smoked the ones with the Cruella de Vil sticks. Maybe he that. Did. Maybe that was his whole thing. He was smoking so that you didn't have to. He did smoke because he had that. He had that messed up hand where he, like it would like crush metal. But he could somehow hold those Cruella DeVille things. Did he smoke like a 16-year-old French girl, too? Well, how do, how do you smoke? How do you hold a cigarette? I don't. None I, of us I do. don't. Oh. I, I, I don't <laughs> smoke. I... <laughs> Am I revealing too much? Two fingers? Yeah. I, I would assume if I were to smoke, I would smoke like that. This is a great visual gag for an audio medium. There's some person listening to this like, Oh what, are they do? what are they doing? I know what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, All I right. can relate. Okay. Were we supposed to have, like, video for the podcast, like, four, three or four episodes ago? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm I seem to remember. Hey, right where's our but, Reddit? <laughs> yeah, how's the Reddit doing, Cody? Well, we're still, you can still find us on band control <laughs> podcasting. Okay, well, we're getting way carried away. <laughs> That's a nice deflection there, by the way. No problem. <laughs> we're getting way, yeah, no, I appreciate the rumors. <laughs> uh, we're getting way carried. So, so, Gallifrey. 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 Okay, this is the question I genuinely had when I was doing the research. Okay. Besides Star Wars, most sci-fi flicks and stories, if, if it's not based upon an invasion of Earth or, or intelligent beings coming to Earth, it's Earthlings going out. Besides Star Wars, as far as I know, besides the Chewbacca Han Solo uh, what-if story, why does the doctor come to Earth, and do, and is a lot of it is a lot of it take place? I mean, is there something special about us? Because you just said we're based off a of Time Lord, so are, are we like the seeds across? No, one there's one theory in the TV movie, the Eighth Doctor says that Eccleston? he's no oh. again he says that he's part Time Lord on his mother's side, so then that led to the theory that the doctor's part human that's why he has such an affection for earth and then they touch on that later in the finale for series 
nine, I think. So, so Gallifreyans but are completely. I, I'm, am I making this way too hard on? Ba- am I overthinking this? There, there's bit. nothing that says that human beings are like a a subspecies of Gallifreyans. Okay. That's just we evolved similar. The only reason that time lords can travel through time is because three early ancient Gallifreyans uh, created time travel. And when you're a, they actually call them this, that when you're a time tot or a, a baby Gallifreyan, you know, once you become a certain age, you look into, they call the untempered schism, which is basically the vortex of time. And then you decide if you're going to become a time lord or not. Yeah, that's one thing I, I I noticed on my research is that like they've got some lot of weird names for a lot of stuff. Yeah, like almost everything's got and, a name. And the problem with that with trying to figure everything out is there's in fifty plus years like there's the TV serials, there's the big finish audio books, there's you know regular book like there's so much that, okay. source material that's to go good, off of. That's a good point. So because. The original Doctor Who franchise or intellectual property isn't owned by the same person that w- or the same entity that had it when it first started. So much like when Marvel or when uh, Disney bought out Star Wars or or was sold, Disney didn't buy them out. I guess Lucas just sold it to them. Did they? Did the new entity cut out like this is canon? This isn't. I mean, is there a is there a specific canonized? thing of Doctor Who or is it literally just everything thrown at the wall and they it's, somehow figure it out? It's pretty much well everything. The way that I understand it, it's pretty much well everything's thrown at the wall. Because I, I believe they they sell it as because time is a timey-wimey thingy. A big ball of wibbly-wobbly timey-wimey stuff. That sentence got away from you, didn't it? Okay, so that's actually yeah. a scene from Doctor Who? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's in the, Weeping Blink, Angels. the Blink episode, which yeah. is a very good episode. Yes, it's a creepy episode. It is. It is one of the my favorite new Doctor Who monsters. Um, so I want to touch on something real quick yeah. before we get too far off of it. So you said that the eighth Doctor was part Gallifreyan and part human. That's that's what that's one of his lines in in the movie. Yeah. Okay. So that would would seem to support the idea that we would share some similar ancestry yeah. because you would not be able to create an offspring unless the doctor's sterile. Um, that That is physically viable if we didn't share some part of our, our family ancestry. Um, so like how dogs and wolves are both uh, canine of some kind, canine lupus, canine whatever a normal dog is, or how, uh, if you want to go look at Marvel, uh, Homo superior and Homo sapien, you have, you have homo to share superior, that. Are they the mutants? Yeah, Homo mm-hmm. Superior is mutant. Okay. Um, so that would, if assuming that the Doctor can have children, he can. Okay. Um, then that would imply that the Gallifreyans and Homo Sapiens have some genetic ancestor together in some yeah. capacity. Yeah. So, so it's just never like well defined that said you know this is where this comes from and all that. So if in that episode the beast which they which they didn't flat out they just kind of subtly nodded that this is Satan from 
all and and the the devil from all religions. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that there's a a god within this universe and then the Gallifreyans? Going on what he's saying, from if if there's a devil, then there's a god. So God created both the Gallifreyans and us. They or are we or me and Daniel completely overthinking they, this. They <laughs> never they never touch on any like godlike entity. Maybe. Never never that I've seen of. Like I mean, they talk about hundreds of thousands of alien species, but never any like religious component i mean in the episode the beast they to me they're not saying like oh this is satan they're just saying you know this creature you know has seeped out from his cage the idea has and that's what people use as an idea gotcha okay for satan like they're not saying this is the devil he makes bad things it's you know they needed a figure so they used this creature. Okay. That's the way I understand it. There is one thing that I really dug and before I did any of the research and before, because Tyler's always been trying to get me to watch the show and I, I couldn't care less, but one thing I always dug, which I thought from, from someone who wants to be a writer and work on shows, one thing I really thought was cool, it has a built-in safety mechanism to the show for when an actor wants to leave and that is the doctor regenerates. Yeah. I think that's freaking brilliant. Yeah. Or, if it, or if an actor dies or, or whatever. Has now, was that part of the original mythology? or No. William William Hartnell, I think he was on the show for like three... Well, he did four, he did four, four series, but I don't know if that's like now where, you know, basically a season is a year. But basically he was starting to get old, like forgetting his lines, and their budget was so small that if if you could ever watch those episodes, like he'll flub a word and they just had to keep going because they couldn't pay, they couldn't well, afford fi- to go back. Film was expensive back then. Right? So it, it, they got to the point where they're like, you know, we can't keep doing this. You know, you're, you're getting sick. I think he was in his seventies at the time. And so they came up with the idea of, okay, he's an alien. We can make him change his face. And so he was always an alien. Yeah, he was always an alien. Okay. He was always an alien. And the TARDIS was always bigger on the inside. And, and uh, so they came up with, you know, okay, well, we'll you know, this, sh- this show's really picking up steam. You know, we can keep this going. And then that's when they're like, okay, well, we can do this thing called regeneration. And then they did that in the episode The Tenth Planet. And from everything I've read is, like, the people that watched it when it premiered, like, lost their freaking minds in a good Be- way yeah okay because i mean it was just something that you're watching this and like it, to my mind nothing had ever been done like that on tv before you know you just you don't just take your main character and then suddenly change everything about him and then just keep the show going no because they would just recast i mean what was the what was the show that where they just recast um loaded uh lethal weapon they just recast the Mel Gibson character. Oh yeah, they're but, probably but, gonna have to recast Damon Wayne. But why? Because he's leaving the show too. Oh, but um, but they just they just made it a new character. They, yeah, like they didn't. Well, that's cool. Uh, okay, so so what's <clears throat> so when you sign up to be a doctor, uh-huh. and actor wise, do you is there is there rules on the regeneration within within the mythology? Can the, can like, what's the rules on the regenerate? Like, what's the lifespan, or do they just go until the actor doesn't want to do it anymore? 
Uh, I think it's pretty much well up to the actor and like the. I, I mean, you're talking about like actor contracts and stuff like that. No, I just mean like okay. So I watched the the very first thing in Doctor Who I watched was the regeneration of of uh, a tenant going into Smith. Okay. And it made me cry because yeah. tenant's like I'm I don't want to I'm not ready for this. Yeah. And it was very sad. I had no context other mm-hmm. than I knew that the doctor regenerated, but it was I had just watched the American version of Broadchurch, and Tyler's like, oh yeah, he's the doctor. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, okay, whatever, and I'll, so I'll check it out. Uh, so, within the mythology, can a regeneration, does a regeneration have a time limit? Uh, there's a number limit, you can... But but they've, they've I've, there's 13, yeah, they've, but they've they bullshitted that, right? Like, they were able yeah, to... The Matt Smith was the last incarnation, and he was given a new set of regenerations from the Time Lords. So what happens at the end of your region? You just die. That the yeah, you just you die. And the what, what I find the coolest is they explore what happens when a Time Lord dies. They they find you know they turn gold, don't they? No. Um, when uh, they go, there's one spot. You know, a time lord is never supposed to go, or time travel is, you know, where you die. And so they actually travel to Trenzalore, which is the planet where the Doctor was supposed to die. And everyone walks in, and it's the TARDIS control room. And there's just, like, this bright white light that's crackling down, kind of looks like veins. And he's like, you know, where are you expecting a body? You know, I've had tons of bodies. Oh, that was the episode to the journey to the heart of the TARDIS? Journey to the center of the TARDIS? No. This was time of the doctor. No, this was the name of the doctor. Oh, okay. And basically, it's when you die. I'm trying to show off with all the research I did. <laughs> when you die as a time well. lord, <laughs> you you basically just become like a tear in the fabric of space and time. Okay. And that's that's what's left. And then your mind is uploaded to the Matrix, which is a giant database on Gallifrey. Okay. Okay. So I've got a question. All right. Uh, so I understand that. The, the Doctor was made in the 60s, right? 63. 63. Um, so, phone booths, obviously a nice camouflaged police way to box. be in... Police box, sorry. Police box, a nice camouflaged way to be part of London. Mm-hmm. Why is it still... I know the answer to that. It's part of the trivia, so don't ask that. Because I know... I know, I know it's the post... It's the post-triv... Post-triv... Post-pod triv that we always do... I actually know the answer to that. Hold on. I know I'm the not going to give it away. <laughs> but I'm saying is the question, it's not why it hasn't changed, not the mechanic in the show. Are you saying, like, why they haven't changed it? Yeah, yeah. Why is it still a police box as well, opposed to something a little bit more updated? That's that's in the trivia. Okay, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll just let it right. go. All right. All right. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. I made, because I asked the same question, so I All had right. to look it up. And I was like, oh, that's a good trivia question. See, we should have done this episode earlier. Okay, any other? But 42, episode 42 does make sense. Because uh, that goes with uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And yep. Douglas Adams wrote numerous Doctor Who episodes. Did he? Really? really? He did. So is that why we get sort of the same feeling sometimes? Yep. So it's That's the answer to life, universe, and everything. Yep. Okay, so huh. any, any other questions on huh. Doctor Who? Oh, I love this episode. <laughs> okay, all right, Tyler. I'm getting a nerd boner. It's it's us three. Give us the hard pitch. I are you guys sold on Doctor Who yet? Yes, I am. I want to go home and watch it right now. The problem is is watch finding the old episodes. 
because so many old episodes are lost. Uh, like the original old episodes? Yeah. Or the well, like, it was back when they didn't, you know, care about preserving any stuff. So right, because this is just a TV show we used to play through yeah. They were just like, you know, okay, well, we don't need this. And then there was also a fire at the BBC warehouse, and that lost a whole bunch of stuff. And they actually sent out something where they were asking all these Doctor Who fans that if anyone had any, like, TV recorded copies to send them in so they can try and, you know, digitally restore them. Oh, wow. Because they've lost so many Seven, 75 stories. episodes, I think, isn't it? Something yeah. Like, like, From the first of, two seasons, right? Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Like, I can't, I can't imagine a time where something like a building fire and you lose this incredible part of geek history. Mm-hmm. Universal Backlot caught on fire. They lost a lot of films that way. Really? Well, the 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 chemicals used in cel- celluloid, cellulite, celluloid is very flammable. Very extremely flammable. I believe it. So, uh, so it's so anyway the the storage. Storing film now, archiving film is a lot, lot better. Uh, there's still a debate on whether to put it on hard drives or keep it on film. Um, there's a good documentary on it. Keanu Reeves uh, does the documentary, but see, they're not sure because hard drives you have to boot up after a while, otherwise it, it doesn't, you know, like it fails. Yeah. Whereas film, if you store it correctly, it'll last forever. But it's extremely, or not forever, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, it's extremely expensive and kind of time-consuming to store it. So I can see that. Also, takes a lot more space than a little solid-state drive. That is true. That's All right, Tyler. Um, so I, the research I did, I, I'm sold on it. In fact, I kind of would want to do a more. It sounds like Daniel's. He, Cody's looking at porn, so don't worry about him. But uh, there I'm is a doc- there is a Doctor Who uh, porn parody. But um, is it oh, the Matt? What's it called? Is it Doctor Screw? Is it the Matt <laughs> Smith d- d- era? D- oh, instead of know. the sonic screwdriver, is he like the vibrating screwdriver? Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of no, no, seriously, speaking of that, wasn't there like a big deal about the sonic screwdriver that the female has now? Like it's too dildo-ish or something? Yeah, because anything that has sonic in the name. The in the new series, you find out that the TARDIS will make a new sonic for the Doctor. Well, from what I've seen is the 13th Doctor is without her TARDIS, and so she builds a Sonic. And it's kind of, like, curved on one end. So everyone, of course, all the people that are butthurt because, you know... They're using it the wrong way? Yeah. But th- but doesn't Dooku's lightsaber, it curl it curves at the end, yeah, right? The yeah, hilt curves on the end? It, they're more just mad because they've taken a character that's been male for 50-plus years... And turned it female, which is ironic because it's a show based on change and renewal, and and everyone throws a fit whenever there's a new doctor. Like when Peter Capaldi got the doctor, everyone threw a fit because they're like, "Oh, he's he's old." The the doctor. But wasn't he kind of goofy though? Yeah. Didn't, didn't he come like on a tank playing a guitar or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. He played he played guitar in a lot of episodes. He was just, he had, he wasn't the Matt Smith, David Tennant, which a lot of fangirls were in love with. And, I mean, I like Matt Smith and I like David Tennant, but I also like Peter Capaldi. Um, okay, real quick before we, before we move on. So, the title Doctor Who, th- that 
that refers to that specific time lord right there, yes. there's multiple time lords they're not yeah. called doctors like we no. they're just called jacob smith or whatever no well like the the doctor i mean i get the idea of the title doctor who because he's constantly changing so the who i understand from uh, a creative person writing the who is kind of a, a slick way of the, but but is he a doctor in the sense that we humans prefer doctors? Or like, who gave him the name Doctor Who? Because he, he has an actual Gallifreyan name. Right? Yeah, that no one knows. He chose that name. Well, 42 I thought was his name. No. Because that one girl whispers it in his ear because Tennant wanted to know what his name was. Yeah, but they don't ever say what it actually is. But I, I thought the, the theory was it was 42. Well, I mean, that's one theory what it is. Oh, okay. But, I mean, the the whole point of... Is it's a name he chose when he left Gallifrey, and because he wanted to do good, like he, the the why he left Gallifrey was he couldn't understand why evil should always win over good, just from the basis of the argument. Evil will do anything to win compared to good. So he traveled the universe to find that. So he chose the name Doctor, which. One thing that Stephen Moffat wrote is that, you know, that's where we get the name doctor for a healer and a wise person is we took it from him being so ingrained so into our history. So it's a Gallifreyan word. I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, oh, really yeah, so he he chose that name. And so that's why when they created the war doctor, he says, you know, there's a scene where he's like, all these faces are me. And she's like, well, I've never seen that one. He goes, because he's not the doctor. Because he did unspeakable acts. So he wasn't the kind, you know, benevolent person. He was the one that destroyed his entire people. Okay. So the doctor's never... Doctor's kind of like Superman, where he like he doesn't. Whereas Batman will go up to the line. The doctor like won't go anywhere near the line. He comes up with a different solution. Yeah. Um. He's he's. He's very doesn't he'll do whatever he can to try and save as much as he can. I mean, there are a lot of people die in the show, but like it greatly affects him and it's just but there's also a theory that he's more like he's not as morally good as he says he is because he will do whatever he can to save you know the the needs of the many outweigh the Right. The few. Right, right. So, I mean, he's one of those things where he's he's not the perfect character in that sense, which is what I like because, you know, you can't always have a Superman that always saves everyone and always does everything. No, we have that in DCEU. Yeah, pretty much. He snaps people's necks. And that doesn't go through. Um, Cries about so, it, though. So the, the 13 Doctors are all the same person. They're the Doctor. Yes. Is there a spin Doctor? That was dumb. Okay. So the, you said that the 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 twelfth doctor could play guitar. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got that right. Um, the show off. So how does like so his skills don't necessarily always transfer, or do they they change? Like could they, so since the twelfth doctor can uh, play guitar, can does that mean that all the doctors could have always played guitar? That I do not know. Okay. The, the only way I know how to describe it is they're all the same person as in name and everything, but I mean, it's 
their their personalities and probably their ability. Like, Eleven is really good at soccer. I have no idea if Twelve could have played soccer. I I know they made Eleven play soccer because Matt Smith was almost a professional soccer player. They had Peter Capaldi play the guitar because he was in a rock band. I liked Peter Peter Capaldi's hair when he first started. Towards the end, it got wi- way too wild. I hate Matt Smith's hair. It was horrible. Uh, David Tennant had amazing hair. Uh, the Cosmic Hobo, great hair. The uh, bowl cut? Uh, the, 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 what was the name of the third guy? Third doc? John Pertwee. Okay, no, the other one. Tom. Tom Baker. Tom Baker, good hair. The Jufro. Good hair. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. But, I mean, they're all the same person, but, I mean, their their personalities are completely different. But I don't think they've ever said, you know, if one knows how to do one thing, then another one knows how to do it. Okay. So, do they have different, like, I guess, Time Lord specialities then? Like, is, is like, one, like, Sherlock Holmesian where he's super observant, where the other one's a little bit more brash? Like, do they get different character traits kind of like that? Or, like, this doctor's really good at physics, where this doctor's really good at chemistry? Wasn't like, that ever happen? Yeah, wasn't Eccleson's doctor when he more of a brawler? Yeah, he was. But that's probably because Eccleson was playing him, though. But, I mean, it just... It just kind of depends on the person that's doing it. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think of how to freaking word it. I'm not used to having this many Doctor Who questions. <laughs> what? You, your awesome. episode, dude. I know. It's awesome. Well, but, just wait for the Transformers episode to come around. Oh. Uh, <laughs> would you like a jelly baby? Yes, I would. What's I that would. from? The fourth Doctor. That w- Every Doctor Provincial has one quote that they have, or one catchphrase, and that was the fourth Doctor's. Is he... He walked around with a brown bag full of basically gummy bears. What was Tenants? Tenants was uh, Allons-y, which is basically French for, I think it's Let's Go. All right, what was uh, Smith? Geronimo. That's dumb. What was uh, Capaldi's? Uh, he didn't really have one. They made a joke because he didn't have one, and he started popping up on all the Doctor Who YouTube channels and at the end, and he was always... Make sure you subscribe to the Doctor Who YouTube channel. So that's what they said. That was his catchphrase. Gotcha. You may be a doctor, but I'm the doctor. Yes. Is there... The original, you might say. Okay. So Okay, before we move on to the next section of the episode real quick, is there anything... Are there any tropes of a doctor's... Of, of, is there, are there any tropes of a Doctor Who episode or a, doc, or a Doctor Who character? Or is there anything... Or is, there, or is there anything in pop culture now that has completely pilfered from Doctor Who that non-Doctor Who fans wouldn't realize is from Doctor Who? Not off the top of my head. I can't think of... Without sitting here and thinking about it and having it be way too quiet for a podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. All right. So the, the next section, um, are we talking about companions in the next section? No, if you want to, okay, go ahead. Yeah, so the, the idea of the Doctor is really fascinating to me, but I don't understand a lot of the things because I'm trying to put it all together. So the Doctor has a companion who is just a human that goes on the journeys with him? Is that what the companion is, basically? They're not, they're not always, now they're pretty much well always human, 
but in the classic Doctor Who, I mean, he traveled with Time Lords, he traveled with aliens. I mean, they're all humanoid aliens, of course, but it, it's basically just, it was used as a plot device to, you know, relate to the audience. Okay. Like, he's traveled with adults, he traveled with kids, like his first companion was his granddaughter. That one, one of the companions is the chick from Oculus and Gamora, and Gamora's sister. Um... Who's Gamora's sister? Nebula. Nebula. Karen Gillan? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Nice legs. um, So that's, I mean, that makes sense from like a a story, like a a writer's perspective, like trying to get the the show to relate. But storyline-wise, like especially like the more modern doctors, why do they have, it seems like they have like one companion that stays with them until they die, and then that companion moves on. Because I know like the guy who played... um, Merlin and Arrow was a companion for a while. John, yeah, yeah, John Barrowman. Um, uh, they they use it as a way to make, in my understanding, to make the Doctor more heartfelt in a sense. Like he calls it, David Tennant calls it the Curse of the Time Lords. He goes, you know, I he, Time Lords can live for thousands of years. By by the time Peter Capaldi regenerates he's 1500 years old and so it's his thing where it's you know i stay i keep living and you all either leave and have families or you die or you know you just decide that you know or you get trapped in a parallel universe like rose tyler but to me the in the new doctor who it's used as it it's a way to like humble him and show that you know he's not you know he loses people that he's he's not this perfect you know, genius that always saves everyone and most of the time it's the people that are closest to him that he ends up losing so and he he seeks these companions out um, to do that it's like he lucks he lucks into it uh so it's kind of like it's kind of like i hate always bringing it back to batman but bat, so batman has has fail-safes in case the Justice League go awry, mm-hmm. and Batman has Superman in case he goes awry, so these companions are kind of like his fail-safes? Yeah, like, there's a there's a scene where Amy and Rory, who is Karen Gillan and Arthur Darville, uh, their characters leave for a few episodes, and then, you know, he travels by himself, and then the next time he sees them, you know, the, the Doctor's he goes from his quirky, you know, they call him like the clumsy cat to very angry, very intense. And there's a line that Amy Pond says, which is, you know, this is what happens when you travel by yourself. You know, the, the companion or keeps like him tethered, grounded. Or, or yeah. Tethered. Other, because he's, you know, he's not a human, you know, human lifespan is a, you know, a spit in the bucket to him. So, uh, David Tennant towards his end, you know, he starts calling himself, the Time Lord Victorious. He's traveling by himself, and he's deciding, you know, that he can rewrite time, that he's the last Time Lord, that the laws of time are his, and then that's when, you know, he gets to his final episodes, and he says, you know, I've lived too long, and, you know, that's when more companions start to come in. But, yeah, like Adam said, it they tether him to the real world, and, you know, don't, they deflate his ego. Okay. What would you so, do if you were a companion? It's like, and then your doctor regenerating. You're like, all right, I've been to like the farthest reaches of space. I guess I'll go be a bagger now at the grocery store. I mean, what do you do? Well, I mean, that's that's 
there's one uh, Donna. She was uh, the David Tennant's last companion, and she actually something happened where they she got like all the information that was in his brain and her brain, and it was actually like shorting out her brain. It was killing her. So he had to. So there's an emotional scene where she's like, you know, I can't go back to you know being a nobody. You know, I've traveled through time and space. I've saved worlds, and so I mean, eventually he races her mind so she forgets. But then he's sitting with you know her grandfather and her mother, and she's just like, you know, he's she's done all these things. You expect her just to live a normal life and not know about it. And he's like, you know, that's what you have to do. So does everyone get mind wiped at the end? Then no, uh, a lot of them die. Oh, well, they a, a lot of them die. Oh, so uh, that's the retirement plan. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you kind of really need to read that fine print before you sign up. I yeah, guess. a lot of them die. So how do you how how does that process happen? Like, how do you get picked to be a companion? Like, is it just you you stumble into time crisis and he he snatches you up? Pretty much. Or? Well, something like Eccleston found. Rose Tyler because he was trying to stop uh, an invasion and basically he was like hey you know this travels through space and time you want to come with <laughs> and then after she left uh, David Tennant you know was doing something you know pretty well like said like they they fall in this situation where they need saving and he's like I got a I got a new TARDIS. You want to come ride? You know, like, like it's it just kind of like lucks into it that way. Okay. And you know some companions carry over from the previous incarnation, usually until they die. All right. So is that unique to the Doctor, or do all Time Lords carry a companion with them? No, because uh, not that not that I know of. Like I said I haven't seen a whole lot of classic Doctor Who. But in the new one, well, I mean, there's no Time Lords in the new one. But to my knowledge, that it was pretty much well just. There's no Time Lords. No, they all died. Well, actually, no, they didn't. Gra- graffiti or what was the name of the planet? Gallifrey. It's gone. You told me not to go too far into the lore and everything. So, is did it Krypton? Did it Krypton? The Gallifrey Krypton. It the did. Doctor destroyed it. Which one? The War Doctor. Oh, that was John Hurt. Yes. Why did he do that? Because it was the Time War, which was between the Time Lords and the Daleks, and it was raging all throughout time and space, and you know trillions of people were dying, and no side would concede. So he steals a weapon called the Moment, and he destroys Gallifrey and what he thinks are all the Doctor or all the Daleks, but you actually find out that he sent. The, he sent Gallifrey into a parallel pocket universe, and the Daleks kill each other in the crossfire. Huh. I guess I'd have to see that. Yeah, you okay, do. That's oh. pretty, that's okay, that's pretty wily. Yeah. yeah. All right, anything else before I move on? Um, so so when we when you start tomorrow's episode, season 13, the, the, the Doctor is the last Time Lord that we're aware of? If, if you watch uh, episode, series one, episode one, Rose then he is the last Time Lord that you know of. Well, we're, can can us non-Hoovians from Whoville, can we start 
right now with the lady doctor or do you recommend jumping in somewhere else? I recommend always starting with nine, which would Wh- be the new, the Eccleston, the new series. So 2005 and yes. on. You can jump in and you, they'll, you'll pick up on things here and there. But to me, it's, it's just easier to follow the whole story that way. So it's one, it's so, okay. So from 2005, it's, it's one long continuous. It's not like an anthology where it's do- Eccleson's a doctor. Boom! They cut off the story and then they just start with ten. I mean, each each series has its own arc. I mean, you've got your monster of the week. Right, right, right. But I mean, but what I'm saying is each each doctor has their own arc. But within, but above overall, that there's an over joining arc that connects all the doctors from Eccleson on. Yes. Okay. I mean, you learn little bits and things here and there. Because doesn't Tennant come back when Smith was a doctor? Yeah, that was the 50th anniversary. That was where they explore the final day of the last great time war, which is where the doctor supposedly killed his entire people. And that's why... That's the war doctor. Yeah, that's why Eccleston is so dark and moody because he thinks that he killed all of his people so he's you know he's like i'm the one that did it you know and john hurt's like no you're not yeah i'm the one that did it yeah and then so then because they're like on a world war one battlefield or something right as the war doctors disappearing going gold no that's that was twice upon a christmas which was uh peter capaldi as the 12th doctor he is such a who nerd and uh david bradley portrayed the first doctor because uh, Peter Capaldi decided he didn't want to regenerate, and if you choose not to regenerate as a Time Lord, then you just die. Okay. Because, and you've asked me this before, you know, why is it a big deal that David Tennant's like, I don't want to go, because, you know, he's still alive, but that version of him is dead. Like, for all intents and purposes, the, that doctor no longer exists. Okay. So, I mean, it's, he said, you know, he's like, there's a new there's a new doctor with a different face but i'm dead like his memories are still there so that's why it's intense when he says you know i don't want to go okay all right so is the war doctor still part of the doctor yes he's still one of his reincarnations yes he okay. just doesn't call himself the doctor because he you know destroyed trillions of people so within the sure. number so within the number line where does he fall fall, fall? He is he is technically nine because he comes after eight. So that's so that that existed in the time when the show was actually canceled and then came back with Eccleston. Right? Yes. So that that, that they, they basically they had that big time because when when did it, it got canceled in the eighties or had eighty six and then they two thousand five it came back. Yeah. So but I don't they they created the War Doctor after. They couldn't get Eccleston to come back for the 50th anniversary. He didn't want to come back. Was I he don't the only th- doctor? I, was he the only doctor who didn't like being a doctor? Yeah, because he didn't want to be typecast. I think, and that's what it was. And he's just like, I, I don't want to do it anymore. That's why he was only in it for one season. Huh. Huh. Okay, so each doctor. Okay, so I kind of thought that each doctor was one season. So like Doctor Nine is multiple seasons worth of. Well, the ninth doctor is one season. Okay. And, Tenant is in a movie, right? A movie and a season. No. no? Oh, okay. So and then Tenant is like three season. 
pretty much well the the norm now is three seasons mm, okay. is you know the first season you kind of get their footing two you know they go off and run and then three is you know their final arc how many seasons capaldi do three yeah John Peartree is the most, right? Tom Baker's the most. He was he was the doctor for seven years. Seven years, okay. He's the most well known. Okay. John John he's Pertree. A dude with the, he's a dude with the long scarf. Yeah. John Pertree was the James Bond Doctor Who. Because they were trying to capitalize on James Bond being popular. Okay. So they made him stay on Earth and he became more of an action hero. And that's probably where it started to who's, change who's the blonde dude with the, like the cream color jacket he had the, the celery stalk. He had the yeah yeah peter davidson peter davidson what was the deal with the celery stalk was it just there to be stupid it was just there to be random and weird so our doctor's kind of like a whimsy smart ass kind of like a willy Wonka. yeah yeah and that's what i like about 11 is because you know he's he's goofy and weird but he's also one of the darker so it's like Gene Wilder's version of Willy yes. Wonka, where he's goofy and funny, but you're also like, I bet he's killing kids in yeah, the back room over pretty here. Pretty much. Wow. Cool. Okay. All right. Uh, See, you should have watched it when I told you. Did you hear the theory that Mary Poppins is a Time Lord? Yes. What do, you, what do you think of that? I think it'd be cool, but I don't. I have a I have a different theory on Mary Poppins though. Which? Which no, it's that uh, since Mary Poppins doesn't age, yeah. when Bert is talking in the first movie, yeah. and he says, "I feel like something happened that's all happened before." Yeah, she used to be his nanny, and he hung around because he wanted her to come back. But they kissed and stuff in that movie. So, she doesn't age. She's but she what flies is she, down on a cloud. What is she though? I don't you, know. You don't know. Okay. I my theory didn't go that far. Damn. What do you do? You think. Uh, you think what's his face character in Bill and Ted's a Time Lord? Rufus? Yeah. No. 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 He'd be a cool Time Lord. That phone booth is a clear homage to well, Doctor Who, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, there's the answer. The thing that has influenced other cultures. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So don't they make a joke about that in Bill and Ted? Like I thought it'd be bigger on the inside when they're both like trying to cram into it or something. Oh yeah. Oh, I, uh, I yeah. haven't they, seen I haven't seen Bill and Ted and so long. Yeah, I think there's a joke. It's maybe it's not the first one, maybe it's in the second one. And one of them, I, I swear that they're no, it has to, it has to be the first one because Bogus Journey was like a free movie on Crackle uh, last month that I watched, and I don't remember. Okay. but so I remember knowing the joke, so it must be the first one. Yeah, I th I think there's a, a joke in there that they say, "Oh, I thought it would be bigger in here." Or something. Yeah, yeah, okay, that probably makes sense. <laughs> Doesn't uh, Fables? You ever read Fables? I uh, I read a couple of them. Yeah. Don't they use that technology for like like the 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 dire wolf character, his his office, or aren't all the worlds they exist with that technology where the wolf the detective wolf mm -hmm. his his uh, his office is just like looks like a normal apartment, but when he opens it up, it's like huge on the inside. Yeah, I don't know if it's technology or if it's magic, but yeah, there's a few buildings like that in the Fable series. Uh, okay. Huh. Huh. Okay, since it's Boo-tober. That was dumb. Don't do that. Blood-tober? No. no. You, the I, the I take back my compliment from you and Daniel. The <laughs> you can keep the compliment, Daniel. Right, you lost you. it. How about this one? The month with Halloween in it. Hey, that's there a little better. Okay, right. since whoa, it's... Whoa, whoa, whoa. What if we call it October? That's... No. no. Which so makes... The eighth month? Yeah. Wait, no. It's the ninth month. The tenth month. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I love how you screwed that up. <laughs> <laughs> All according to plan. Oh, wait, I get it. I am right. All right, anyway. 
Okay, it so went over my head and then came back, okay? It yeah. took a detour and then came right. back. So, so, fun fact, October used to be the eighth month. Yeah. And it was changed um, around the time that the New Year's changed. Okay. Um, and is now the tenth month, but it used to be the eighth month. It's been regenerated into the tenth month? Because they added yes. July and August. Okay. Yep. Uh, uh, Roman Empire, I think. Julius and Augustus. Yep. Okay. Since it's the month with Halloween in it, the tenth month of the Gregorian calendar. Julian calendar. Julian. The month with Halloween in it, I want to discuss some Halloween theme or scary episodes of Doctor Who. Okay. These are taken from gravityschmavity.wordpress.com. Oh, with a wow. So official. So that's seven episodes of Doctor Who to watch around Halloween. I'm just making that official because I don't know this. Okay, so number seven, the times, the time of angels slash flesh and stone, season five, episode four and five. Mm -hmm. Tyler, yeah. Okay, it's creepy. I I have it here if you don't know it, but go ahead if you know it. Uh, It's got weeping angels. It's the uh, 11th Doctor and Amy Pond and River Song. Uh, there's a crash Starliner that so they're traversing that, that's through. So re- that's a return of the Weeping Angels, right? Because the original yes. Weeping Angels was Tenet. Yes. Real quick, do you know what the Weeping Angels are? Uh, yes, but only because Tyler told me this during the prep episode. Oh, they're, prep. Cre- they're creepy as shit, man. Yeah, yeah. they, they are. Just it kind of made me mad because... It kind of pissed me off a little bit because I was watching this clip. First of all, I was mad because I couldn't find the episode because I was doing research. And I was like, I'm taking, I'm eating all my words because I'm like, I kind of dig this show now. I'm eating, I'm taking everything back. And then I go on this synopsis. I'm like, I have to watch that episode. I can't find the full episode. I swear they were on Netflix at one point. Yeah. So anyway, I find a clip. And it's the clip where Tenet is on the computer. Yeah. And it's going and it's going and it's, I'm like, oh, this is really creepy. And all of a sudden, the whoever posted it put, and here comes the scary part on subtitle. I'm like, you asshole. And then it jumps to a scary part. I'm like, why did, would you? I'm like, yeah. you just ruined this whole clip. Yeah. And then the good part about that episode is because you don't actually know that they're they're weeping angels because they're so drained of time energy. They're just like crumbling statues. And then you start to slowly put it together. No, it just kind. Of, what I liked about the clip was it just kept building and mm-hmm. building. Because so, like, they move. They can only move when you're, when you're not looking at them. So you have to look at them at all times. Like, even if you blink, they will come at you. That's how fast they move. So in one scene, so one of them approaches is, like, in a doorway. And then the, the Gamora sister's character, Nebula, she walks off to try to find an exit. And all the doors are locked. And one guy's stuck there in that room with this statue ten feet away staring at it. And he's freaking out like I would be too. And he turns around real quick to find Nebula and whips his head back. And the statue's like right here. Hmm. And he's like, Nebula, we need to get the F out of here now. He didn't say Nebula. I don't remember the chick's name. Amy Pond. Amy Pond. So anyway, so then they go downstairs and and the, the dude's like backing up looking at the statue. And he goes and as they go downstairs, there's a TARDIS in the middle of the basement with the, the three weeping angels. And... And he runs downstairs. You are mixing episodes together. <laughs> that was just in the clip. I don't, is oh, it two episodes? Okay. Are they mixing two episodes? All right, so yeah, because Amy Pond isn't in the first episode. Maybe it wasn't Amy Pond. I, oh, okay. I don't know. But anyway, so they go down, and there's a TARDIS in the basement, and then surrounded by the TARDIS are the three weeping angels, and they have to get the key because Tenet can't escape 1960-whatever. because 
Okay, whatever. Six, I should have remembered that. Should so have. they're trying to get to the TARDIS, and as they go, uh, they the the chicks like don't take your eyes off of them, and they turn around, and he's like, and she's very sarcastically said, "Oh, yours is here." That was funny. I thought that was funny. Wow. It made Adam laugh. It did. I was like, that's pretty funny. So anyway, they're trying to get in the, the TARDIS, and they get in, and then they, the, the Weeping Angels turn the lights off, so they're like jumping forward in mm-hmm. between the flashes, and it's getting really creepy. They get inside the TARDIS, and I'm like, okay, they made it. And then they turn the TARDIS on, and the damn thing leaves them in the middle of the basement with the Weeping Angels there, but because... Weeping angels can't even look at themselves. They can't move, so that they're stuck looking at each other. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Spoilers, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so, for those listening at home, hopefully, if you're still listening after that, um, give us the <laughs> digest <laughs> they're, version. They're of probably watching the episode. <laughs> they probably actually don't. Good lord, you gave more away than the new Aquaman trailer. Sorry. <laughs> uh, give us the digest version of what a weeping angel is. A fallen time lord. That's a theory. Oh. Basically, it's it's a what appears to be a statue that is quantum locked. So they I love that reason, they, by the way. They that appear with their hands in front of their faces because, like they said, if you put a mirror in front of them or they see another weeping angel, they immediately become stone and they can't move. So weeping angels exist... Uh, they live off of time energy. So if a weeping angel would touch you, it would send you back in time and in space. It can send you wherever. So it could send you back 80 years and it will live off of, you know, the the life that you should have had here. So the 10th Doctor calls them like the the nicest psychopaths. Like they, they don't kill you. They just, they send you someplace else. So they're kind of like time vampires almost. Yeah. Okay. And then to go off Adam's thing, one theory is that they are time lords because... One of them supposedly Doctor Who's mom. Yeah. Because when Timothy Dalton becomes Rassilon, and there's a long story, he says, you know, we, the, the people that disagreed him will stand in shame like the weeping angels of old. So it was like a punishment, but there's nothing... That's confirmed about it. Okay. So check out that episode. Number Link. six, according to Gravity Schmavity. Uh, number six, Tooth and Claw, season two, episode two. Yeah. Give us a quick... Do you remember that one? Uh, that is where David Tennant and uh, Billy Piper travel to Scotland, I believe. Yes. And they... In 1879. Yeah. I was about to say that. Thanks. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Basically, the there's an alien... A werewolf type alien that is trying to bite the queen, so that you know they're in charge of the United Kingdom, and they're trapped in this institute called Torchwood, and they're trying to save her life. Okay, so that's a show on HBO or something like that. It's an all, it's an offshoot. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that and that's those two shows are connected then. Yes. Okay. So there's Torchwood like is where John Barrowman's character wins. After he left the series, wasn't there like three offshoots? There was Torchwood. There's Torchwood. There was the Sarah Jane Adventures, and there was the Class. Do you remember that? Uh, no, the only one I've heard of was Torchwood. Okay. The Class came out, I think, last year or the year before, and Sarah Jane Adventures was on for a while, except uh, the actress died. 
Okay. So number five from Gravity Schmavity. You're going to say Gravity Schmavity. I really like I'm surprised you haven't said Wibbly Wobbly more often. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Number five, The Impossible Planet slash The Satan Pit, season two, episode eight and nine. Yeah, that one's really creepy because they do not show you the big bad until uh, this, the second part of the he two-parter. Look, he looks like the cyber demon from Doom is what he looks like. Yeah, it's creepy. But like the... It's it's like a huge build up to it, and you're just you're always waiting for like the monster to pop out. Well, give give a quick synopsis for Daniel and Cody. The quietest Cody's ever been since he first started potting. Uh, is that wait wait is that where the oom are in? The there? ood. Ood. Yeah. Is that the ood? I actually see, seen those two episodes. They kind of look like Cluthu. Cluthu yeah. With the, the basically like Cluthu? they carry their Cthulhu. Cthulhu. God damn it. Okay, is it their brains or their hearts in the round thing? Normally, it's their uh, it's their heart, and then it's been changed to that orb, which allows them to talk. Right. I believe it's their heart. It's either their heart or their brain. I can't remember. Basically, it just carries around its heart or brain, as you call it, in their in one of their hands at all times. And they're basically a slave race who are submissive to everything else and will do whatever anybody else tells them to. Because they wear their heart in a sleeve? No, because they're easily controlled. Oh. Right. And they use... They I, use must that be, I must belong to that race. Uh, yeah. Beast uses that to advantage and then starts turning the... Ood. Ood on everybody else. And that's the creepy part. Like, oh, they're all helpful. And then they're using it, basically using their brain ball to just electrocute people. Well, then, like, they're outside. They're on a planet, asteroid, that's outside a black hole... And it's being researched because the you know it it shouldn't be there. Like that's the whole point is there's there's no way this planet should still exist this close to this black hole, and that's what draws the them dock. together. Okay. Does anyone ever call him the Doc? No. Oh. No. Is there, has there ever been a Bugs Bunny reference? Like, what's up, Doc? Probably. Yeah, and then I think the whole idea behind the thing is. They were trying to kill the beast thing that's on this planet by throwing it into a black hole, but he's the only power, he, using all his power to basically keep the planet stationary until he gets somebody to actually come and take him off the damn planet. It's either you destroy, you destroy the planet and you kill the beast and then you die along with it, or you release the beast and then you're free to go. So basically, it's you have to decide which is more important to you. It's the end of the dark night before the dark night. Yes. Cool, okay. All right. Gravity Schmavity number four. The Empty Child, The Doctor Dances, season one, episode nine and ten. Yes, that is a very creepy episode. Explain. So the doctor comes to London during the Blitz. Is it a cartoon? No. And For whatever reason, the promotional thing looked like a... And uh, the, there's a phone, you know, because it's a phone booth, there's a phone on the TARDIS, and it rings. And the ninth doctor's like, you know, no one has this number. And it's just this creepy kid going, are you my mummy? Like, that is the line that's just repeated over and over again. And it's this kid that's, you know, wearing a gas mask. Like, no eyes, just a gas mask. And he starts infecting all these people. And they, like, their faces just, like, fall away and become these gas masks. Like, it's, it's weird, but it's just creepy. Because imagine, like, being in a dark room watching this. And just hearing some creepy British kid saying, "Are you my mummy?" Are you my yeah, mummy? that sounds terrible. In this yeah. dark room, am I wearing clothes? I got. I am I in the room with you? 
do you want it there? <laughs> and not if you're not wearing clothes. Daniel? And, and that's when things get really weird. Because <laughs> he goes, are you my mother? No. We're only, we're only brothers by family, by blood. Don't worry about it. Right. Anyway. What? Gravity Smavity number three. The the we almost got a tally ho from I Adam know. there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was preparing to check his prostate <laughs> again. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, <laughs> prostate check? <laughs> the Water of Mars, season 4.5, episode 3. What was was four point five? What happened? Writer's strike or something? What does it say? Four point season four point five? Uh, episode three. There's some episodes that aren't like if you go on IMDB, that super secret website that no one else knows about. <laughs> oh, uh, that's gonna be redacted. There's no it's not. You don't edit. <laughs> <laughs> there's Wait, there's, did I use that word right? Uh yes. Sort of. So they'll have like the season list and it'll be like one, two, all the way to eleven. And then there's a question mark, and there's all these episodes that don't fall under a particular season. Oh, okay. And the Waters of Mars was like a, just a movie that they put out. Oh, like a TV movie. Yeah. T- okay. Oh, so anyway, Waters of Mars. Do you remember the the plot? Uh, David Tennant's by himself. He travels to Mars, which is the first human colony. In 2059. And, and they discover water, and you come to find out that this water has this type of bacteria, that. Uh, when it touches you like your face starts to like crack like it's dry and like you just start like oozing water it's just it's just really it's it's really creepy okay there's uh, okay i just noticed something has all the dates you've been listing end in nine uh, 1969 1839 2059 well the empty child one took place in 1940s it doesn't give a it doesn't give a day. It just says 1940s, so maybe huh. 1949. Conspiracy. Uh, is there? Is a real quick. Is there a, a a thing about nines in Doctor Who anywhere? No. All right. No. Okay. Just a coincidence, I huh. guess. Huh. Um. But uh, the the one thing it says about the water of Mars, one of the, one of the thing is the Doctor's supposed to be an observer, not because there's certain fixed points in in the timeline. Yeah. And one of the, the thing is. He decides he has to decide whether he's supposed to, because the death of these people means something in the future. But he's there at the time, so he yeah. has to decide to get involved or allow in, it to happen. In the original timeline, the they call it Bowie Base One. They, the Bowie. I do not Bowie. They they blow up the station to save these the planet because they're afraid that the creatures will escape to Earth. And the captain, Adelaide Brooke, her granddaughter, becomes a space explorer. And she is, because of that, and she is the one that goes out and furthers the human race exploring space. So he decides that, you know, he's the only Time Lord left, and he can do whatever he pleases. So he saves her and takes her back to Earth. And then the very end of the episode is he's talking about how, you know... You know, he's never done that. He's never changed a fixed point, and he can do that because he has all. He has the power of time and space. He is basically David God. Bowie. Shut. <laughs> and then she kills herself to keep the timeline pure. Yeah. So time is a timey wimey whatever whatever, right? What, yeah. What's the saying? It's a wibbly wibbly wobbly timey wimey. People think that time is a strict progression of cause to effect. But it's more of a big ball of wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. A who nerd. Anyway, anyway. It's written on here. But no, my point is this: 
So even though it's timey-wimey, there's still fixed points within this big ball of... Yeah, like uh, there's the fires there's, of Pompeii. N- there's nexus points that have to happen. Yeah, there's there's the fire of Pompeii episode, which is another David Tennant episode where they travel to Pompeii, of course, and you find out... Capaldi's in that episode. Yeah, okay. that's why they ma- make him look like that. They right. touch on that. But he basically... David Tennant ends up inadvertently causing the eruption of Mount Vesuvius and the destruction of Pompeii. And it's... He has to do it because he's done it. It, it happens every single time. It's a fixed point. And he... That's when his companion says, you know, you know, you need to save them. And he says, I can't. You know, this is time time has to be constant and that's when she says just save one person and he goes back and saves capaldi's family and that's why he looks like him later on as a reminder that he can save right one person okay so what creates a fixed point in time that he can't manipulate I think it's all just a plot device. Okay, by so the it's writer. Just like plot hook. Okay, like in the Eleventh Doctor, there's a there's an arc where he he dies, he dies in the 1950s in Utah at Lake Silencio, but I won't go into details. And so he has he has to be there, he has to die, and so like no matter how he tries to get around it, it has to happen. So I think, like I said, it's just. A plot point. Okay, so does he have like a computer or something that tells him when something is a fixed point, or he, he knows? He, he it, just knows. Yeah, it's okay. a it's a time lord thing. I, they, okay. I they've never explained it. They just said, you know, this is just something that he knows. Like sometimes they make him sound like a genius. Sometimes they just pull it off. Like there's one episode he walks out and he like licks his finger and he goes, well, you know, it's probably 1930s. <laughs> United Kingdom, blah blah blah, and then like two seconds later, they're like, "Yeah, because there's a newspaper right there." So, <laughs> okay, so Crocodile Dundee in it. Yeah. So okay. like, the Eleventh Doctor says it best, where he's like, you know, he's not actually that smart. He just talks really fast, hopes something happens, and then he takes the credit for it. <laughs> Gravity Smavity number two. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Dinosaurs on a spaceship, season seven, episode two. I don't think that one's scary. Uh, According to the Gravity Schmavity, it's not scary. It's just kind of a fun, quirky, all-around family Halloween episode you could watch. Oh, yeah. I mean... So is dinosaurs on the TARDIS? No, they're they're on, like, a literal spaceship. Uh, I I really don't even remember that episode a whole... While in 1334 BC, Egypt, Queen Nefertiti... After an unseen adventure, the Doctor receives a call from the Indian Space Agency in uh, 2367 AD about a vast spaceship which will crash into Earth in six hours. The ISA plans to destroy it with missiles unless the Doctor stops it first. Taking Nefertiti with him, he picks up Edwardian Explorer Edwardian Explorer John Riddle from the African Plains in 1902 AD. He then materializes the TARDIS around his companions, Amy and Rory, Ten months after he last saw them in Asylum of the Daleks, inadvertently taking Roy's father Brian on the TARDIS as well, they materialize. Brian. Uh, they materialize in the spaceship and find that it contains dinosaurs. Yeah, pretty much. It, they, according to Gravity Schmavity, is this kind of a goofy family Halloween theme episode to watch. Anybody get eaten? No, I don't think so. 
So, so is that how they're trying to explain that there are dinosaurs on Earth because the the spaceship lands and drops the dinosaurs off? No, I think he I think they the the ship has stolen dinosaurs from Earth's timeline. Oh, okay. So besides, so gravity schmavity is number one. Besides the silence, which I really want to see this episode, I really want to see blink. Gravity Schmavity's number one, Midnight, season four, episode oh, yeah. eight. That one's that one's creepy. Tyler, what is it? Uh, the Doctor is on the planet Midnight, which is a planet made entirely out of diamonds, and it's it's basically just him and a few other people on this train, and then nothing can survive on this planet. Like everything is so bright, like it immediately just bursts in the flame. And something happens where a creature, you know, there's like a knock on the door. So everyone's freaking out because, you know, nothing can exist outside this train. And uh, this creature gets in and it starts, it takes over this person and like the doctor starts to like repeat words. And it'll like repeat exactly what it's saying. And then it slowly starts saying them before he says them. So... So like the so yeah so the doctor says something the passenger repeats it and then the the echo goes faster and faster and faster to the point where she's saying it before the doctor even says it yeah, yeah. Hmm. it's just it's creepy and then there's a there's a a scene that hits you at the end uh, this woman dies and everyone's just like you know what was her name like she just she sacrificed herself to save all of us. And no one even bothered to ask her what her name was. Like, we're on this train for hours. And yeah, dying without a name would suck. Hmm. That would be... Yeah, that is kind of impactful. Wow. So, besides the spaceship full of dinosaurs, uh, I'm kind of digging all those episodes. Yeah, I'm surprised was Blink wasn't on there. I think they included Blink in the silence. Well, he, he mentioned Blink in okay. the silence, but he was... Gravity Schmavity, whoever that is, uh, he mentioned Blink and uh, the Silence, but he said here's seven, not obvious. He said Blink oh, okay. and have you have you seen the Silence? The, I have not seen a single episode. No, no, I mean, but have you seen like the pictures of them? No. They're 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 your typical gray aliens, looking, <clears throat> but they wear the G-Man. What is it about a black suit jacket, white shirt, and black tie that's just creepy? Like the Slender Man has it, the characters I think they're called Hush and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, uh-huh. Where yeah, that's the episode name. Of what what is it about that outfit that is just? I don't know. I think it's like a kind of a symbol of like almost like the sadistic authority type. Yeah. Of of thing, you know, it harks you back to when you were a kid and scared of someone in a suit and tie because they were important. There's because there's these characters. They look like gray aliens, but they're in these suits. And they're very creepy looking, and they—you only know they exist when you're looking at them. As soon as you look away, they edit your memory and they wipe themselves out of your memory. So, huh. but as soon as you look back, you're like there's a scene in the bathroom where the one girl's looking at him and having a conversation with him and freaking out about it, and like who the hell are you? And this girl walks out of the bathroom and she's like, "Who are you talking to?" And the girl in the turns around and goes. Oh, and it starts freaking out, and then she turns around and, and starts talking to the girl again. The girl's like, what are you doing? Get out of here. And she's like, what are you talking about? She goes, look. Like, as soon as they look away, they edit your memory. Huh, that is crazy. It's in the White House is what it is. Yeah. yeah. 
and the silence were actually meant to be uh, for confessions. They were part of the church of the papal mainframe. So, like, you would go into confession with a silence, and you would tell them all of your sins. So then when you turned away, you know, you didn't remember anything. So, like, it was supposed to be a way... Oh, okay. So, I mean, that's, that makes sense. That's their, like that's their origin. Right. And then they are used Are they for, returning characters? Uh, they haven't came back since uh, 11, 11 left. So, do you agree with Gravity Schmavity's, since this is Bloodtober? Mine... Minus <laughs> the dinosaurs on the spaceship, yes. Okay. Daniel, you going to check any of these out? If I can find them. I'm going to check them out. Cody? Undecided. I'm, I take back every bad thing I said about Doctor Who. He said not every single episode is amazing, but the, for the most part, they all are. And for a show that started off as a kid's educational show, whatever it's involved into, like it's very thought-provoking on a lot of things. Uh, one that should have been added, I don't know when Gravity Schmavity wrote it, is uh, Before the Flood and Under the Lake. Okay. It's a 12th Doctor one, and it involves... Capaldi? Yeah, okay. it involves ghosts and uh, the bootstraps paradox. Bootstraps paradox. The bootstrap... Uh, I said it right? I'm a big fan of paradoxes. I don't. Maybe I know that paradox under a different name. Or maybe it's. Is it the Beethoven paradox? It's the one where a, a time traveler goes back and decides that he wants to see Beethoven. Okay. So he takes all the sheet music back for Beethoven to sign. Beethoven's nowhere around, so the time traveler decides to play Beethoven's music because he can't imagine a world without Beethoven. So then, inadvertently, he becomes he Beethoven. Becomes Beethoven. Right. So where was it to. Where was. Who wrote it in the first place? Was it the time traveler right. or was it Beethoven? Gotcha. Because that's how the second episode starts is he's explaining the whole entire paradox and then he's like, Google it. Okay. That's like the only fourth wall break. Okay. Oh, and uh, Hellbent. Hellbent is another creepy episode. Hellbent's actually the name of a gay slasher film too. Oh. Not not related. I wouldn't think so. Uh so we're going to the anything anything real quick before we go to the post pod triv. And only about what you just said. What? So is it a slasher movie where like the slasher's gay, or is it like a oh. slasher movie that slashes on on the gay penis characters? The guy, right? Okay, no, no. Okay, good, I mean. good question. Good question. <laughs> so it's it's an all gay cast. It's an all gay cast. The characters are gay. Within the story, they're gay, and mm. it's a slasher film. Um, I don't. This is probably a bad way to say. It's it's a niche film. It, it's its selling point was watch this all gay cast about gay guys. Centered the framing device was a slasher film. Well, you okay. know what happened to the people that died in that movie? What? They got it in the end. <laughs> How dare you usurp my joke? <laughs> oh come on! I'm so close to getting Daniel's. Like wheezing <laughs> laugh. That is no, my goal that, every single episode. That was pretty good. Thank you. Sexist, but good. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to offend your culture. I'm can, sorry. They can dock too, you know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, here. this is a part of the post-pod trip, but this is just like a little uh, insight. Dial it. The original, the original airing of Doctor Who was postponed due to what? John F. Kennedy. Oh, you motherfucker. Okay. 
the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. The po- thanks a lot, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. <laughs> Even in Great Britain, they it was a like I like it was obviously a big offense to us, but I didn't think it would affect other cultures because of that. Oh yeah. Because it was airing on the BBC. So it would have been news. 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 Yeah. Okay. Postpod Triv. Okay, here we go. What does the tar- what does TARDIS stand for? Time and You son of a bitch. Don't no, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Time and We're all dimension star- region <laughs> infiltration. Time station? and relative dimension or dimensions in space, depending on who which doctor it is. Also all I right. got it also said tethered aerial release developed in style. Uh, that was another one where that was another TV movie where someone believed he was the doctor, and his TARDIS was a uh, a hot air balloon, basically. Oh, okay. All right, Daniel. Hmm. Why does it always appear as a police call box? Because of a faulty chameleon circuit. TARDISes okay. are basically cylinders gray cylinders and they have a chameleon circuit and there's a comic that I've wanted to read where the 11th Doctor's narrating basically says in like the millisecond that a TARDIS lands it scans all of the surroundings takes into account historical events, disguises and everything and it's supposed to change itself into whatever would be uh, you know blend in and his TARDIS always becomes a police box because Supposedly, it's it's broken, and then they say that he broke it on purpose because he likes the way it looks. Okay. Because it was a police box because when the show aired, mm-hmm. police boxes were a well-known object. And, okay. Right, right. And that makes sense back then. Was, that, that's a cool explanation on but I think, still a police box. But I think now it's more of a, it's so iconic. I think in the series, it's changed. He's fixed it once, but I don't I don't think he's ever changed. Okay. What does the TARDIS run on? The Eye of Harmony? Some episodes, it's the Rift time... En- Rift Energy in Cardiff? It's the Time Vortex. Episode entitled The Doctor's Wife, it's called The Matrix. In Journey to the Center of the TARDIS, it's stated it's the Eye of Harmony that powers the TARDIS. And the Eye of Harmony is a suspended star right before it becomes a black hole. Okay. Hmm. How old is the TARDIS? How old is it? Yeah. I don't know. I just know it's a Type 40 TARDIS. It was a museum piece when the doctor found it. Uh, it, When transferred into a humanoid body, the TARDIS said that the doctor had traveled with it for 700 years. At this point, the 11th doctor was around 909 years old, putting his age when he stole the TARDIS at 209. That doesn't say how old the TARDIS is. This doesn't. I'm assuming that the TARDIS is 209. No. No. You the doctor's two hundred nine. The doctor was two hundred nine when he stole that's it. That's what the answer was. Because there was know. a there was a different Time Lord that had that TARDIS before him. Okay. And that's actually a real episode. That was a good episode by Neil Gaiman that you should watch. Neil called Gaiman. the Doctor. He's written two, and the Doctor's Wife is probably the best one of the best episodes because it explores the TARDIS as a character, which is one of my favorite characters. Okay, I'm gonna have to find that one too. Um, Long time listeners know I'm a huge Neil Gaiman fan. Yeah, 
big fan of his work. As of 2016, what is the official shade of blue used for the Tartars? It is... You want the Pantone number? or? Yeah, that's what I got. I, I, I don't know that. I'm impressed you know Pantone. Uh, it's Pantone 2955C. Uh, I need to order some. Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed you know about Pantone. Uh, what, you kind of already answered this. What make and model is the Doctor's TARDIS? Type 40 TARDIS. Type 40 Mark one TT capsule from Gallifrey. Gallifrey. Gallifrey, whatever. Okay. God damn. Any other doctor? I'm sold. I'm going to watch it. Tyler, is there any way without, because I'm short on funds, is there any way without buying the DVDs can we watch Doctor Who episodes? Because there's none on YouTube. The only thing would be Amazon Prime. You'd have to steal someone's Amazon Prime account. Who's who can I steal from? Kim. What's her pat? Give me her password and thing after the show. Okay. Right. Or just do it on the on the show. Yeah. So all the listeners <laughs> yeah. Can have well, Jared pays for it, so. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. That's the password. But no, I really wish it was on other places. But that is the only place that I've ever found it, and I was super excited when I found it. So why why did why did why did they do that? It's only available streaming on Amazon Prime because it, Amazon has a British some sort of. British deal with it or something? I guess. Like I said, they they used to have it on Netflix, and then they decided to pull it from Netflix because the BBC was going to start their own streaming service. And then it didn't happen. And then they, they've never done it, and it's made a lot of people mad. Okay. So to recap, start with Eccleston and mm-hmm. on if you want to dive in, and then if you enjoy that, check out the earlier stuff. Yeah, I mean, you can... You won't be completely lost if you... Pick, if you're going to pick and choose, pick a doctor and and their first episode. Don't come in like mid-doctor because then you're really not going to have a clue. But always start at Eccleston, it's my opinion. It's not, it's not the best, but there are, a lot, there are a lot of good parts. Okay. Yeah. Daniel, anything on Doctor Who? Uh, no, I want to go check it out. It sounds amazing. All right. uh, I, my only concern with it is I have never met a casual Doctor Who fan. Yeah. Every person I have met that's been like, hi, I like Doctor Who, had, can recite episode numbers and names and time stamps. The Panatone color of yeah. the TARDIS. Right, I've never met a casual Doctor Who fan. You so have, it makes me a little nervous. You have no <laughs> idea. Like, they're, I've got like, pff, never mind. We will explore... <laughs> Once, once time has passed and me and Daniel and hopefully Cody have had a chance to explore the universe, maybe we'll do a more in-depth exploring there you series. Go. This, is, this is how bad it is. My wife bought me, it's a one-shot thing where the TARDIS goes into emergency mode and it basically becomes a cube with Gallifreyan writing. My wife bought that from a prop master in the United Kingdom that makes replica props. That's pretty awesome. That. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, there's, like, you just, I don't know. It, it's you get there is no casual a replica of a replica yeah. of the prop. Yeah. Okay. Like I've got uh, another replica, the squareness blaster, which is basically you shoot it at a wall and it dissolves a, s- a perfect square. Yeah, it's amazing. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know. What happens okay. if it hits a human? I don't know. It never happened. I've got some sonic screwdrivers. 
and some dildo. I mean, uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. On that note, moving on to tonight's news. We'll fly. There's there's not really much news, but I'll say. So the new extended trailer for Aquaman shows Momoa in the classic golden green. What what do we think of the the classic outfit? It, does, does it fit Momoa? It looks a little on the cheesy side, but overall, I like it. Yeah, I'm it, surprised the, they did it. Yeah, I, I had no. I had, if you had told me, you know. Week ago that they're going to do it, I wouldn't have believed you until I saw it. Well, I actually, to be fair, I knew that they were going to do it because in Comic Con, this is actually the Comic Con trailer they showed at Comic Con that wasn't re- that that wasn't uh, revealed to the public, and they everyone said that they showed him in the classic gold and green. Um, it looks a lot better than Shazam's outfit. I know I hate picking on Shazam, but his costume looks mm, dumb as hell. No. It's it's DC fifty two costume. It's supposed to be reminiscent of that. He's got the hoodie in, in the yeah. Shazam, right? Yeah, I love Shaz- the hoodie. Shazam makes way more sense to me. No, I, I, if you were, if you were a child that suddenly became a god and you made your own costume, that's exactly what it looked like. All right, let's not get into that debate. So, so basically, you're you're saying I won. So, thank you. You think it looks cheesy? Yeah, it's a little cheesy, but I still dig it. It doesn't fit Momoa. Are you guys? Are you digging the color palette of this movie? It's uh, the movie. Yes, I, I really enjoy it. I like how it's bright. I mean, we get daylight scenes, and you know, it just confirms that the DCEU has a sun, which I don't know if you could do that Wonder for any Woman. of the other Wonder Woman. All right, all right. Themyscira was always in, except for one scene. I think Themyscira was always in. Well, there's a lot of diff- a lot of time that changed between Wonder Woman and and modern days. So. I like the outfit. Other than the the wings on the legs, I think they probably could have done without those. Mm. The little flappies on the legs. Uh, it helps him sprint faster. I don't know about the fake muscles. I I like the bat suit. I like Man of Steel's outfit. I thought the Justice League super. I liked uh, Man of Steel's outfit. I liked Batman v Superman Superman outfit. I thought the just. I don't know. What the deal was, Henry Cavill looked huge in Mission Impossible, but he looked small as hell in Justice League, and his muscles looked like literally football pads in the, outf- in the outfit. I didn't really dig that. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really dig the muscle, because Jason Moa is a big dude. I don't know why they really had to. So, oh, except, no. do we think that's the last shot of the movie? That's literally the last shot. Wow. It's a pull-in shot. You see all the you see all the seas united, all the kings united, and it's flying forward to this throne. And then Momoa steps up and smashes the trident. You think that's literally the last shot of the movie? I'm gonna be real sad if it is. I'm I don't think sad. it is. I think it's gonna be a mid scene where he like I'm geared up to fight my brother now. Okay. I can see it being the last scene. Do we think he's gonna lose his hand? Now no. Marvel. Marvel is very good at hiding stuff digitally. Do you think he actually has the hook hand in that shot? I don't think DC has the balls. I don't think DC will do it. Really? Yeah. I think they're too gun shy, and if they're going to make, you know, they're trying to lighten up the movies, I don't think they'll go with the hand loss in this one. I'm on, okay. All right. That's Aquaman 2 at the latest. No, I'm putting $5 down. $5 between three people. What's that? That's like a dollar... Seventy-five. Why don't you just do six dollars and make it two dollars a piece? Oh, I guess I'm six. I'm putting six bucks down. Y'all can split it. Man, that's like he's, your entire life savings. He's getting a hook hand in this movie. Six dollars. Right, I'll take that bet. Okay, whatever happened to the Daniel wear a dress bet? He won't do it. I brought in two dresses. They're all too uh, small. Oh, oh, one was an extra small. I am 
I am six foot three hundred pounds. That's not gonna happen. Are you really three hundred pounds? Yeah. I'm two hundred. Do I look too like two hundred? Yeah, you do. Fat ass. <laughs> you saw. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I can't fit into an extra small. And then the other dress you wanted to bring in, you stole off a dead lady. I'm no, 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 not no, no, okay no, no. with that. No, 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 no. She wasn't wearing it at the time. It doesn't matter. It's been washed. Okay, I still don't want to. Why wear would it. you tell him? Like, wait until he's wearing it first. Be like, oh, hey. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Like, hey, where'd you get? I mean, not that I want to see Daniel like. Like go incredible Hulk and like rip the dress off, <laughs> but I don't want to see me do that. That's a <laughs> okay, all right, Daniel, man. So anyway, it's official. Six dollars down. You all, all right. can split it however it is you want. Not six to each. I'm just six total. All right. I'm betting he gets a hook hand. All right, okay. and, and I'll, I'll take that bet. Okay, all right. Okay, it's gonna get stacked up on top of that pizza. Yeah. Okay. Or all the other times that he never brought food. Uh, oh C- yeah, the food that you didn't bring for WrestleMania. I can't hear you. Moving on. Seafi reveal. Dang, I'm trying to move on. Don't talk. Oh, sorry. Seafi C- C- bringing up your uh, your inadequacies. Man, kind kind of sound like Mike over there. Seafi. Yeah, it's almost like yeah. if, if you interrupt someone, they like to interrupt yeah. you back. I mean, <laughs> if you put if you put a Lego <laughs> earring on him, then. See, C- well, either way, have you slice it? It's still not a pizza. <laughs> I hate all you guys. Sci-fi pizza right? sounds really good right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, sorry. Sci-fi reveals <laughs> Emmett J. Scallion as Lobo in Krypton season two. Did you guys see it? I did. Uh, I'm not gonna do it. I've not Krypton. seen. Did you see it? <laughs> I haven't Was seen an episode yes of Krypton. Yeah, I saw it. Um, I did not see Krypton. No, but I mean, did you see Lobo? You saw It? Was that a good movie? It was good, yeah. Oh, I haven't yeah, seen I it. Did you, s- it. you see Lobo? Yes, I saw Lobo. What do you think? He looks fine. It's just a shame that he's not in a good show. I heard Krypton was actually pretty decent. It, it's it's, it's, it's Law and Order Krypton is what it is. It is yeah. not that huh. interesting it, it, to me. It's a moot point, too. Like I, again, my thing, is it's a prequel thing, so is it all about how... And it's it's Superman's grandfather, right? Yeah, it's not even the Duke of Superman's father. But it was kind of a moot point to do the Star Wars prequels because you knew Anakin was going to be Darth Vader. Right, and that, that was a lot of people's problem too. But Krypton, like you know, it's going to blow up. Get past it. What? Fucking spoilers, God, Cody. Spoilers make sense in this episode. Known this story since the but anyway, 30s. The, do you That's dig? a catchphrase. One of the characters on Doctor Who. Oh, do, okay. do we right. dig the look? They kind because of, clearly they didn't go for the big Lobo. They kind of went with like the smaller Lobo, but they went like the look of the big Lobo. Yeah, I like it. I think it looks. I think he looks fine. Is he Ron Perlman? No, it's it's then image. It's not Lobo. It's image J Scally, and it's the guy who played the spirit on uh, the uh, uh, Constantine show. Uh, oh, who played it? Jim Corrigan? Jim Corrigan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, when you said spirit, I thought you meant. That's, no, that's where one, I went to. Wait, don't you mean the, the Spectre? Spectre, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spectre. I was like, no wonder. I was like, a, like so Jim- you like the look, but you could care less. Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool that they're introducing Lobo. I, it's Krypton. Like, I, I'm not going to start watching Krypton because Lobo is in it. Yeah, isn't that on like a direct? Uh, no, it's on it's sci-fi. Sci-fi. It's C-fi. on sci-fi. Sci-fi. Yeah. Okay. Oh God! Now he's doing it. Too. Also, Gotham. The final episode of Gotham, Batman will be on there. So oh, they, they're they, actually finishing Batman. Gotham? Batman will be on the last episode of Gotham. Who do you think they're gonna have? Do you think they're actually gonna have somebody, or there's just gonna be like the silhouette of Batman? I 
I could read the I could pull up the article if you wanted to. All I read was the headline was it's official Batman will appear on the final episode of Gotham. But I mean that's like get tied into the Arrowverse and all that. Like final season episode or final series episode like the final series done done. The very last episode of Gotham. Because I feel like they'll go the Smallville route where they're like we're gonna put Tom Welling in the outfit and the very last scene is him just like running towards the camera and you see the S. There was Superman Returns S, and, and then, then that's it. No, then there's like a blur of him flying. There's a cool. blur of him flying. There's a blur of him flying because he pushes Apocalypse away from Earth. And Darkseid was a cloud of smoke. Yeah. That bummed the, me Yeah, out. it pissed me off, too. I feel uh, like they should have done, like, Smallville should have ended with the entire season with him being Superman. Give us, I mean, you spend nine seasons teasing Superman at us. Give well, us one It should have ended. But the very first season, the creator said Superman will not be in the show. It should have ended a long time before. Yeah, I think I stopped it. watching Smallville at or five about the time that everyone got superpowers including yeah. Chloe and Pete I'm like alright I'm done with yeah. this well I stopped well, I liked Gotham season one I loved Gotham season one even though it, it messed with the mythology I was cool because I'm like this is just a different alternate universe Gotham season two was horrible and I have not gone back I heard it got better I don't know, but I have not and, gone back. Yeah, I actually enjoyed season two a lot more than season one. Season one was just Monster of the Week with Jim Gordon doing Jim Gordon things. I, I dug that, and I thought I thought Donald Logue's version of uh, Harvey Bullock was awesome in season one. I thought he was. I, I don't know what they did. They retooled the character. They changed his outfit. They gave him a different hat, and I was like, "This is dumb." They yeah, gave him a different, different hat. hat. Yeah, he had the snap brim oh. fedora in in. Um, the first season, which and I I'm love. not a hipster, but I know fedoras. But, but in the second season, they gave him more of a longer brim, more of like a plantation style hat. I was like, "Fuck this!" I think that's like the card carrying way to become a hipster is you it's, have to know the difference no, between. That is God. untrue. I watched WatchMojo.com on <laughs> Are You a Hipster? You, you watch WatchMojo.com. <laughs> yeah. That makes you a hipster. And you know what? Mm-hmm. They they said Play along, they bro. said. Okay. okay. They said, just because you have one or two of these tendencies does not make you a hipster. I have a beard. I've had a beard for a long time, and you know that. I do have black frame glasses. I can't... You're not, you're not even... You have, okay, you have other glasses besides those? No, this is... Those are not black frame. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're, they're they are. They're black and the, no, the, the, okay, the frame... No, I don't... Frame. I'm talking about the old nerd glasses. Right, he no, did used to have Buddy Holly glasses did, that he used, used as motorcycle glasses. Yes, that counts. But I have yep. the, these Wait, are 1960s. You, you had the most. balls to ride a motorcycle? Yeah, 1985 uh, Honda Nighthawk 650. Oh, oh, so you can remember that, but because I remember every the name of every single doctor. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so I have a beard, but I've had a beard for a long time. Yeah, I technically have the glasses. That's two. Whatever. I wear plaid a lot. That's three. Okay. Uh, Watch Mojo usually has ten things. So far, you're off to a great start. Um, I drink a lot of coffee, but but I do go to Starbucks. No, no, no. That is a franchise. Hipsters only go the uh, DIY mom and pop. No, coffee I, I shops. remember you getting uh, coffee at the Java Jive, a little mom and pop place <laughs> Daniel, in uh, I, Hannibal, Daniel, Missouri. Daniel, I got this for you. Uh, <laughs> So I think that counts. That's four. Uh, <laughs> I don't wear skinny jeans. Uh, you, know, you, wear, you wear enough layers that they eventually become skinny jeans. 
We don't know if you're not wearing skinny jeans underneath your normal jeans. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, good chance you're probably wearing two <laughs> pairs of jeans uh, right now. I work out. I'm oh. big in the fitness. That's not a hipster thing. Is, was it on their watch, watch mojo list? No, because okay, fitness, fit, fitness is a mainstream thing. Okay. I love. Okay. I could not tell you a single uh, folk band. Folk bands and independent bands are like a big thing. Couldn't tell you. Who's, I your, lo- favorite, who's your favorite band? Clutch. Mainstream band. Get off of it, sir. Uh, I, a, a, a band I have never heard of until I started hanging out with you. That doesn't mean. That doesn't mean they're not. Anyway, you I play was. Their songs usually I have on the radio. never heard didn't them on you, the radio. Yeah, didn't you listen to Strawfoot? Straw Foot? Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's five. Uh, <laughs> I am not hipster. I swear to God. <laughs> well, I think number one was proving that you're not a hipster. For okay, the big one was doing an artisan type thing. Like he focused on such a niche pro- project thing. What, like a podcast? Everyone <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Everyone podcast. How much vinyl do you have? A lot. Shut up. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Fuck. I'm the one that brought it up anyway. All right. Oh, best episode ever. I. But here's the thing. Okay. Oh. One. Of the, okay. To be fair. To be fair and honest, one of the things was how much you deny you're a hipster makes you a hipster. I do do that a lot. Okay. Fair enough. But I am like seven now. I am not a hipster. I am not a hip. I like mainstream stuff. Before okay. I was mainstream. So you like Deadpool? No. <laughs> because he's main. Because he's mainstream. No, the I like Batman v Superman. No That's one likes Batman. You only like that in an ironic way. You I only like it because you drive a Jeep Renegade. You, yeah, <sighs> product placement worked for you. That is a. <laughs> that is not a hipster. <laughs> I don't. I don't ride a bicycle. A fixed gear bicycle. What's a fixed gear bicycle? I don't know. I, I'm an adult. I drive a car like yeah, a man. Yeah, me too. But apparently, driving. Well, yours. Apparently, uh, dri- riding a fixed gear bicycle is a hipster thing. I don't know what that is. I don't live in Portland, Oregon. I don't live in Austin, Texas. Shut up, Tyler. And I don't live in Seattle, Washington. I said you used to live in Austin, Texas. I wanted to move there. Oh, all right, then. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Tyler remembered that. I did remember it. Yeah. I just. Well, okay. I didn't know you was like this because I wouldn't have brought the shovel. You're just keep digging. That was a good Dick. one. Anyway. Good one. Anyway. Uh, but apparently skin fade haircuts are a hipster thing too. But I haven't that's got my haircut in like three weeks. That's so. at least that's probably because you don't have time. Yeah, no, I used to get my haircut every two weeks. Well now you have someone to This is like the longest this is like the longest haircut I've ever had. Yeah, I think I've gone some of six months now without a haircut. I used to go years with haircut. I gotta just just still going. Anyway. <laughs> still going. Okay. All right, moving on, moving Woo! on. Uh okay, any other uh oh Barbara Broccoli has confirmed Bond is going to stay a man. Oh, he, right. Bond, he, she's she's part. She kind of owns the Bond franchise. Uh, Bond well, was. We all crea- can't be cool as Doctor B- Who. Uh, she has stated Bond was created as a man. He's going to stay a man. Um, she agrees there should be more fe- strong female action characters. Let's just create new ones. There's no reason to change old ones. That's fair. So. Right. I agree with that. And connecting it to Doctor Who. John Pertwee worked with Ian Fleming and used to create gadgets for MI5. Okay. Okay, birthdays today. Tyler may not know him by his name, but was a big fan of the show. Brandon Quinn, star of Big Wolf on Campus. Oh, yeah? He was the Big Wolf. 
Yeah, I didn't like him as much campus. as uh, the other guy. Yeah, uh, Simon Cowell. Love him. So yeah. nice. That's a no from me. Uh, Cody's hero, Vladimir Putin's birthday today? It is. Uh, it's his birthday or it's his hero? hero? What? What do you mean hero? He's on your shirt you right You like now. him all the time. I don't know. You keep talking about him. You Cody's, wearing, Cody's wearing the I love Putin every shirt. Every time yeah. I... Every it's not supposed to be ironic. It has a poop emoji in the title. No. See? It's ironic. I love Putin. Whenever we're not podcasting, you never shut up about him. It's like well, it's just his hair. He's bald, just isn't he? <laughs> it's still a hairstyle. Oh, okay. And it's not completely bald. He wasn't he talking is. about his head. Oh. I mean, he's, def- he's definitely a, like a Patrick Stewart plus two. Right. I mean. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, anyway. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> One, no. <laughs> two, I applaud you for the Adam comment. Uh, oh. Don't try to take my territory. You'll He's do it. definitely you'll do it better. Definitely now. a Michael Chiklis minus one. Oh, that's fair. I can there see you. Michael Chiklis minus one. There you go. Uh, where am I at? Uh, <laughs> Yo Yo Ma birthday today. Yo Yo what? He was the creator of the uh, mom jokes. Yo Mama. Yeah. That was that was no. dumb. Fuck. That I wrote that. One. I thought that was good. <laughs> that one got me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I wrote that. I was like, I hope someone laughs at that. One. <laughs> How much did you have to pay Daniel to laugh at? Oh, Six I wish he had paid me for that. I, uh, All right, I wrote this for Snyder, but he's not here. Uh, WWE NXT star Celeste Bonin. That definitely sounds like a porn star. Yeah. Uh, I have two stuntmen today. First off is stunt woman Carol Daniels. She was did stunts in Anaconda, the Blues Brothers, and Star Trek. And stuntman Diamond Farnsworth, uh, No Way Out, They Live, and uh, NCIS. Is he related to Philip Farnsworth? Uh, the third. Yes. Who names their hmm. kid Diamond? Uh, who names people, their kid Blanket? People who want porn you know, stars. I know, why, I know why he stunted for They Live, because he looks exactly like Roddy Roddy Piper. Blanket? No, no, Diamond Farnsworth. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Yo-Yo Mom is so name? fat. That when she sits around the house, she sits around the house. That doesn't make any sense. so fat, she has two watches, one for each time zone she's in. No, no, Yo-Yo Ma. Yo-Yo Ma. Yeah. God, please don't let that be how we end this episode. No. So, so anyway, I had MRSA, and I had to go to the doctor. No, 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 no. Why I'm your doctor? No. Why I was at the doctor, I was watching the Star Wars uh, Rogue One movie. Which one? The Rogue One. Oh, uh, you messed that up. I did. Totally yeah. Did. Uh, it's, I've been sick with MRSA and herpes. Did you go to the doctor? I did. Which doctor? No. He made me take my pants off even though the infection was on my arm. It was a weird dentist. Okay, anyway. <laughs> uh, you're up. Yep, so Damage Control Podcast has been recorded at Underdark Comics and Games in Quincy, Illinois. Check us out on Facebook at Facebook slash Underdark Comics or check out our website at underdarkquincy.com. Uh, send us an email. Uh, shoot us a message. Or Yo, yo, mama. Yeah, screw that one up. That was the first time in like 40 episodes I screwed I know that up. Are you, you want to try it again? No, it's okay. fine. Okay. It's good. Uh, you can find Damage Control Podcasting on all the social media sites, uh, at Dam Control, at Twitter, uh, on the Twitter, uh, Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, Damage Control Podcasting. 
Uh, Reddit is at Daniel Control. No, no. Oh. No, that's the reason I was so quiet. It's oh. now Dan Control Podcasting. On the on the Reddit. That's our that's our subreddit is slash r damage uh, dam control. Yes. All right, we've got a Reddit. Damage dam control podcast. Dam control. Okay. Yep. Slash r dam control at Reddit. We are a Reddit that is all about dams. Yes. Hoover. And a lot of beavers. I just posted our first thread fix to ask me anything. I answer. Okay. Yeah. AMAS. What ATM? What? AMA? Ask me anything? Uh, really, we're going to get something weird. Like, how many things have Adam shoved up his butt? <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> anyway. 42. Uh, yes. <laughs> On a good day. We stop. Was that Java for what? No. Oh, okay. I'm fairly certain that was from Lilo and Stitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know where it was from? I, I, I thought it was from Star Wars. Yeah, I, I thought it was I sold me the, I thought it was Hut No, that, that's the thing that uh, uh, Stitch says in the Galactic Council Room that basically makes everybody like, oh, crap, this isn't a good thing. They, they vomit. Yeah. Anyway, so contact us at damagecontrolpodcasting at gmail.com. The last one. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, all right. All right. See you guys. L on Z. What does that mean? It's from Doctor Who. Yeah, we just did a whole episode on it. What about Doctor Who? It means let's go. Because he finds he finds a character named Alonzo, so he says Alonzi Alonzo. Do you know I went to the doctor? No. 